Welcome to the Life Well Done Podcast. Optimizing physical, mental, and emotional being. Challenge plus change equals growth. Growth, 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 growth. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Life Well Done Podcast. It's been a little bit of time since I've last spoke to you. Um, and coming off a couple of episodes prior, I talked about consistently showing up. So here we are again. I am back. So some kind of consistency, not what I was looking for, but we are finishing off this uh, this year of podcasting with a great friend of mine. But before we get into that, um, there are some sweet things coming up. I feel like I've been saying this in every podcast episode, uh, but a good friend of mine, Scotty, has developed a website for me, and that will be getting launched here hopefully in the next day or two. Not a finished product, but nevertheless, it got launched much faster than I could have ever expected with his help. Um, super excited about that, so be on the lookout for it. That will offer every a one-stop shop for the YouTube channel, the podcast, blog. There is one blog written up already. It's about suicide. A little touchy, but it's there. Um, it'll also be the source of the store of virtual training, one-on-one training, anything that, uh, related to fitness, health, um, and the likes there. So be on the lookout for that. As always, you can find uh, me, Brian, on Instagram is where I'm most active, at Life Well Done, Twitter, not really putting a whole lot of effort in that, but maybe we'll try and grow that here. Um, also at Life Well Done, Facebook, same thing. So um, be on the lookout for all that stuff. Cool, out of that business and into the new stuff. Uh, I am here with a good friend of mine, Jenna, as I used to call her, still call her, <laughs> Jen Fit Too. Um, super excited to be joining her. She, I met her and her husband, Pat, when they were not husband and wife, um, but they were super awesome people. I was gravitating towards them the minute they walked into the gym. And God, that was a few years ago now. And I am forever grateful for them and their friendship and all they've offered to me in love and support and uh, everything in between that. Jenna has taken, she is a school teacher, <laughs> and she has worked her ass off to earn her degrees. And I know she is super passionate about our youth, about people in general, making or allowing them to come to her to, and provide a source of inspiration, uh, an area for growth, and it only makes sense that she is doing what she's doing right now. Um, there's no question that she loves her job, but I think she thinks there's bigger things for her, and I'm watching her evolve into that right now. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Jenna Kennedy. <laughs> And I'm going to let her kind of explain her story and we're getting into goal setting, which I need help with. <laughs> and I just want to be around this source of light. So without further ado, Jenna, what's up? Brian! <laughs> oh my gosh. I love being here. I remember when you first started your podcast and I did not, I was not doing what I was doing. I was not coaching or anything. And I was like, I hope I'm on his podcast one day. So I'm so glad that you're here in my house. We're in my office right now. Um, I don't know how podcasting works very much, but I know that sometimes we don't have the luxury of doing this in person, and here we are in person. We've been in my office for the past like two and a half hours talking yeah. about life, and we probably should have recorded this and recorded everything that we talked about, because there were some major <laughs> shit drops when we were talking. I say at some point when we were talking, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make it through the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> my, thought, my mind is in 36 different places right now. We, like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. We went so deep and, like, so far beyond. <laughs> you know, like, we went through everything deep in, in the universe. And um, some very thought-provoking things were said on both of our ends. I think we're going to leave the rest of the day being like, 
Holy yeah. shit. I got a lot of shit to do today, and I'm going to sit there and go, oh boy. Oh, I'm going to hang out on this whiteboard and be like, the universal plans of Jenna. Um, but yes, yeah, so my name's Jenna, um, and I actually, that's what everyone, no one ever called me Jenna growing up. They always called me Jen. So when I started my business, I was like, Jen sounds good. And so my name's Jen Kennedy, and I'm a nutrition coach. I got into nutritional coaching on complete accident. I had the plan, like you said, I'm a teacher, I'm an interventionist, and I have two postgraduate degrees in leadership and administration. And my job was like, my plan, right? We all have this plan in our mind was like, work up the education system and become a principal. And like, I always wanted to make massive impact. And that was just the only way I knew how to make impact was just like, just keep growing, just keep climbing up the ladder. Traditional. Traditional, right? Climb up someone else's ladder. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And I I love what I do in the school system and I, I do a lot more than just teaching. I have a very much of a leadership role. But about a year ago, I realized, actually probably about a year and a half ago when we were at the gym, all these women kept coming up to me asking me for advice on nutrition. And I had like, I was a little bit, you know, slimmer than I was right now. And I was like, well, what are you, why are you guys asking me? But not only was it like, what do you eat? It was, the questions went toward like, I'm struggling with binging and purging. I'm struggling with my self image. Like I hate the way that I look, even though I have a six pack. And I realized that my like realm with like these conversations went very much on like self-confidence and strength. And it was very, it was nutrition related, but very far beyond nutrition. And it was at that point in time that I realized, like, holy cow, I had a coach in my life at the time, and she's like, Jen, you've got something, you need to run for it. And so I did. I got a nutrition certification. I refused to go back to school to do it. I got a certification, and I started this business of helping people. And it truly wasn't until, like, six months ago that I looked at my husband, and I was like, I think I need an LLC. Like, I think I need to make this a business. Like, people were paying me for me to coach them. And I didn't even have a business. I was like, this is illegal. <laughs> like if the universe, if the government knew what I was doing, they know, they know now, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, live ungoverned. That's my theory. I'm better now, I promise, government. <laughs> um, but it truly was a, um, it, just, it happened by accident. And I listened to my gut and I listened to the people that were around me and I believed that I actually could make an impact in people's lives. And I've been doing it ever since. Well, I'm going to stop you right <laughs> And a little joke, well, it's not even really a joke, but in yeah. our house with my roommates, Eric mm -hmm. and Britt, uh, anytime we say accident, Eric, classic, will go, oh, Freud says there are no accidents. It's so true, though. And so you're talking about the leadership stuff, and yes, you may have been following the ladder of going into a principal role, and that was the whole goal. That's that's great. I got a friend's principal, and mm -hmm. I'm sure that's a great, he loves what he does. Uh, but there's no accident that that all led you to mm -hmm. a more influencing um, maybe mindset of like, yeah. how can I affect people? Your goal has always been to affect people, mm -hmm. right? Always. And so I can appreciate that. But you said something about uh, it was much deeper than just nutrition. Yep. It wasn't what's what are we sliding down the goal? Yep. It's everything else. And I've had this this whole thought process, and I don't think it's mine exclusively. Actually, in fact, no, it's not mine exclusively. But look, nutrition is mental. Oh God, yeah. Everything about nutrition is mm -hmm. mental. It's it's the same thing as like, yes, chemically there's addictive properties of smoking, but there's a mental habitual thing about smoking. Like most people, are like I don't know what to do with when I'm driving anymore. Mm -hmm. Find anything that's like supplement into mm -hmm. that. So like to me, you said that. I'm like, yep. Okay. Oh this is yeah. such a mental thing, and we talked about this uh, right before we recorded of how much 
like we struggle with these things like doing is easy but the mental side of things really fucks you up oh yeah right like i mean i know that i'm not supposed to be eating taco bell that's not what i'm it's gonna help me achieve my goals but it's something i'm doing right now why because i'm feeling something emotionally that i need to really work on um <laughs> we're getting real awkward here we're getting videotaped so this is interesting for yeah me. for uh, you guys that are not <laughs> seeing this I just started a videotape because I know this conversation's damn good. And I also know that one of Brian's goals going into the new year is to be more authentically himself. And you guys need to see how amazing this man is in the flesh. So. I prefer to be called man child. But uh, yeah, no, I'm super uncomfortable in front of a good. video camera. I'm um, but nevertheless, yeah, everything I do subscribe to, everything is mental. And it's, I think I subscribe to that because that's my biggest challenge. Absolutely. I think showing up to the gym is easy. Mm -hmm. I think getting through a workout is really difficult. Um, and it's part of that black hole of driving, like finding out more about yourself, submitting yourself to the struggle, mm -hmm. right? Like the pain cave. I think Goggins talks about this. It talks about the callus in your mind. And mm -hmm. uh, that makes total sense to me. And nutrition's no other way. Mm -hmm. I've always looked at people, yourself included, that. I'll use air quotes here, master their mm -hmm. nutrition or their health. Mm -hmm. um, and to me, that really just means it's more of a, we are growing to find out what's optimal for me. Mm -hmm. And that's ever evolving. Mm -hmm. But I've looked at people like that and I go, they know something about themselves far greater than what I know about myself because I still am struggling to get through these barriers. Absolutely. And that's not to sit there and compare. It's a sit there and say, this could be an answer to growing yourself. For sure. Um, and so coming full circle to that, we're talking mm -hmm. goal setting today. Mm -hmm. And uh, the more I've gotten to know you and Pat, the more that you guys have brought me out of my shell and maybe allowed me to start believing a little bit more in myself. And you posted something the other day mm -hmm. about, I think it was the goals of, of this mm -hmm. coming year. Wow. And I do think that like New Year's Day or the new year is kind of like uh, Valentine's Day. Sorry, ladies. Um, it is a Hallmark holiday. It's total bullshit. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Mm -hmm. We should celebrate each other's lives every single day, build each other up. Green, I don't always do a great job of that for myself or others, but I try for most days. But I think New Year's is, is a bit of a scam. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you challenged me to think this. You, you'd post something again. I got two posts to talk <laughs> about. You posted in your story of like, what... Uh, why are, what thought process are you in? Are you in the fuck it, I'll wait till the new year? Yeah. Or are you in the, I'm going to start today? For sure. And I'm totally in the fuck it. Yeah. Ah, just, I'm working a lot. Like, I don't, I don't want to make the time to cook real food right now. So I'm just going to keep eating bullshit. Mm -hmm. But I also was sitting there going, yeah, but the key right now is to start right now. You're like, shit, you make, just called me out. Make this, make this boss decision. For sure. That says, I'm in charge. Yeah. Not that little chatter in your head, mm -hmm. right? So... Not that I've mastered that or not that mm -hmm. I've executed it, but that conversation has been had. I believe in that awareness of things yeah. makes you move forward. Yeah. And so then the other thing that you posted, and this, I sat there with my answer for a couple minutes, typed into Instagram, <laughs> and it was more about what are your goals of coming this year? Mm -hmm. And my answer was to believe in myself mm -hmm. because I'm tired of everybody around me going, you're great at this, you're great at that. That's been my whole life, and that's not to sit there and pump my own tires. Yeah. That's to sit there and go, Everybody else seems to see something in me, whether they're lying to me or it's truthful, I don't have control over. But so the only person that doesn't, yeah, right, allegedly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like the most important thing is that I don't always believe in myself. Yep. Some things I do and sometimes I do, but for the vast majority of my life, mm -hmm. I sit there and go, I'm not good enough. Anything I offer is not going to be good mm -hmm. enough. And that to me has been the challenge because 
things around you show up, why? Yep. And so, not by accident. Right. <laughs> and I don't believe that you are in my life by accident. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. Nope. Pat is. Pat and I used to have, I used to ruin his workouts. Pat, let's talk, man. Whether it was girls, it was work, it was just life stuff. Pat always just had this like calm, collective. And then I was done talking That's to him. I'd be like, him. Jenna. <laughs> All right, let's get her perspective on this. And Pat, we gotta go. <laughs> Time out, man. We're holding on. So uh, I want you to dive in a little bit on goal setting. I know that you can talk about your past. You can talk about mm-hmm. anything you want here. It doesn't even be this. But like, I have the notes written down. The hows, whys, and strategies. Yep. Why is goal goal setting important? Yep. I think like there's common sense about it. It's like, well, it's because you put it on paper. Yeah, but why? For what sure. is the strength mm-hmm. of that? And then the whys, the hows, the strategies sure. of it, and We'll see yeah. where this evolves to. So first, I love that you went back because I forgot all about that post. About um, are you gonna say fuck it or are you gonna just gonna do it now? Like what's like the the grace period between Christmas and New Year's is just like either a fuck it time or like a ooh let's do this now at that time. And you're right, New Year's is a very traditional like New Year new me. Like as much as I do think that's bullshit, that's what just human beings. That's what we're conditioned to. <laughs> well, like we go out the night before we get all fucked up. Oh my god! And right. The first day that you're supposed to start, you're like. I'm hungover, so I might as well have pizza and so like true. candy. You mean the second All Star? Okay, but that's right. not a Monday, so maybe the right. That's Wednesday this week. Okay, shit. It's so true, though. So like, we're conditioned, and everything that we do, we're conditioned, and that's why everything is. It's I just don't do nutrition, right? It's far beyond nutrition. Same thing with you when you're a personal trainer. How often do you really just talk about a back squat? It's right. so much more than that because it's just our conditioning and what we've come across and what we're doing in our lives. But that. Are we going to say, fuck, are you going to do it now? It can be New Year's. It can be January 7th. It can be January 22nd. Like, you start to truly commit yourself to your goals, which is to becoming and evolving into a better version of you, the day that you tell yourself you're going to. It can be a Sunday. It can be a Friday. It doesn't matter what it is. And New Year's, it is this conventional time that it's like, nope, everybody's going to change, which I truly think is wonderful. I have New Year's goals. Like, I do think it's crazy, but I'm like, no. 2000 like 2018 was wild for me. 2019, shit, this thing's well, it's, gonna. Yeah, be. it's not wrong to use it as a exactly. goal. Exactly, but the, what's wrong with it is the unrealistic expectations that we yeah. set that like January first means New Year, New Me. Right. And it really does. Like we laugh at that statement, but that's truly what we all think. That's truly chasing like, a bit of fulfillment. Uh, exactly. But it's pushing it off too. Like I, that's the thought process that we talked about this a little yep. earlier. Of like last night, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there doing things. I'm like, yeah, here's an opportunity for you to take control and go. No more. Yep. Throw this out. Yes. Move this out of here. Yeah. And just make that decision because that shows your brain, your mind, whatever you want to do. It shows yourself. Oh, yeah. They're like, I'm in control of this fucking ship. Yeah. I can do this. I can make this this decision mm-hmm. to be committed to myself. Yeah. So, no matter yeah. what time it is. Right. right? And it's like that... Um, you know, I'm going to say this. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. Right? So if you are... And if you are waiting until January 1st, good for you. I'm glad that you're actually making a commitment in yeah. general. That's incredible. If you're waiting until the 7th, awesome too. Well, it truly proves that you want more for exactly. yourself. Exactly, 100%. Yeah. But how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if are you, what are you waiting for to show up for yourself? Are you waiting for an external factor? Are you waiting for a date? Are you waiting for the money to get into your bank account? Like, What are you really waiting for? Because if you're waiting for other people to other external factors to have anything to do with your internal drive, then that's a problem. And it's never going to stick. I hate to say it, but I'm just a very transparent, realistic person. It's not going to fucking work. You're going to keep going. You're going to keep spinning your wheels. And on February 1st, you're going to be sitting there in tears wondering why the hell you only could stick with it for two weeks. And I've been there. I know you've been there. Like 
that feeling of why the hell can't I do this? Like that's the worst feeling in the world. You question your existence. You question your ability to show up for yourself. You question like anything and everything. It's just all you. You question yourself. And that's the worst feeling because if you can't show up for yourself, then who the hell can you show up for? Wow. Well, there's an arrow <laughs> to the heart right now. You just summed up pretty much uh, every uh, night for me. So uh, how I'm So we'll end it there. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. This is the shortest podcast yeah, that sweet. we've ever had. Got things. Uh, here we go. So the why. That's really the why, right? Like, why are you setting a New Year's resolution in general? Like, many people that I start to work with, it's like, I want to lose 15 pounds. Cool. Everybody does. Literally everybody. Even if you don't have 15 pounds to lose, everybody's like, 15 pounds would be great. But like, why is that? Because at one point you were that weight. At one point, like I'm going to say for women, 140 pounds, because I swear to God as women, 140 pounds sticks in everyone's mind. When you were- 140? A, yes, 140. Why is that the number? I swear to you, every client, I don't care how old they are, how young they are, 140 is like this number. Who's the mass influencer right now that's 140 pounds? But that's the thing. But it has nothing to do with that. It's because at one point in time, they had that weight. And they felt a certain way about oh, themselves. Oh, man, 140 pounds is like second grade for me. Dude, right? <laughs> I, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> no, but I used to have a number too. And it was, a, I'll tell you, I don't even care. It was 133 pounds. Because I remember when I was in college, my freshman year of college, I remember looking at myself being like, holy shit, I look good right now. Like <laughs> I looked, I didn't work out, I didn't have muscle, but I looked good. And it was also the time of my life where I was most free. Like I didn't have, I moved away from home. I had no responsibility. I was doing really well in school. I was a raging alcoholic at Michigan State. So of course I liked Go it. Go blue, even though, we, <laughs> even though we suck. But like that is, in my mind, I remember the feelings and emotions that was attached to that weight, yeah. right? So no matter what your goal is, you always have to ask yourself why. If we don't have a reason for the why, it's never going to stick. Like ever. It will never, okay. you will have motivation for a certain amount of time but if you don't have that internal drive and that like feeling and that emotional connection to it it's not it's not gonna stick do you think that there's a wrong why i do maybe that there's not necessarily a right one but yes. there's definitely a wrong yes. one yes a lot of people have a wrong why so like you you just well i mean we you just kind of nailed it, the external stuff right mm -hmm. but i'll let you elaborate on like, it. like i like want to look better for my husband yeah. okay that's nice of you. Do you really? Do you really? Or is it the fact that you want to feel confident when you're naked within your own body that you right. can go in front of your husband with no problems? You know, like with like feeling like, oh my God, look at this. I'm incredible. I'm amazing. You might think it's external. It's always easier to blame the external than it is the internal. So a lot of people, yes, they had these New Year's resolutions of, I'm going to be a better mom. I'm going to be a better student. I'm going to be. I'm going to work my way up in my career or whatever it is. And it typically starts external, but you have to dig deep and do some work into what that why is internally. I feel like I lose track of this a lot. Yeah. Um, as much as I talk about it and I could probably advise people on, mm -hmm. like acknowledge what I hear them say mm -hmm. is being like, there's the issue, right? Like I feel like I'm really good at that and I look at myself, sometimes I get in tune with that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times I'm like, yeah, I don't think deeply about it or I don't get in contact with the right spot of it. Uh, and so I can acknowledge that the fulfillment, the external environment is definitely a motivator for me. Um, but I think that deep down there's a bigger purpose that I just really haven't uncovered to say like, there it is. Yep. Right. And so for me, it's kind of, you, you probably are annoyed by this, but I kept asking like, how, mm -hmm. but how, 
you know, it's just continually asking like the question of like, but where's the where's the path for it? How do you create that path? And I think that I do have that purpose in there, and I think that that's part of the reason that the podcast went from life is done, mm-hmm. and then Nate and I brainstorming into life well done, and and not even to get into that, but like life well done was this already this small picture of the big picture I had dreamed of when I was younger. Yeah. Um. And and so now it's more of like how do you become the best version of yourself is being the why. But a lot of times I sit there and go, well, it's because I want to look better so that maybe I make get more clients or I want to be the guy that walks in a room and the people are like, oh, he's 235 pounds raw muscle. He can't wipe mm-hmm. his own ass because his lats are so big and he's got to have the door for a widen because he's too big. Yeah. He's just strong. He fucking lifts 7,000 pounds. Yeah. Like, but like why? Because yeah. to me it was a goal of like just becoming stronger, becoming more able and those are the things I enjoy doing. It's it's finding that threshold of yeah. the things I want, the things I feel like I excite me, like yeah. the gym, hockey, whatever it might have been earlier, um, and just kind of meshing all of that together. Yeah. But I often label it as external. I you want do. I want girls to like me. I want people to look at me as the expert because I look away. Yeah. But the real reason is I just want to help people. I want to help people know that I've struggled. I want to have feel the best I could ever mm-hmm. feel. And however that looks to Jenna, to Pat, to Jeff to Jim, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that for you? For sure. And that to me is like a lot of times we're just superficial and uncovering yeah. our own why. Yeah. And I think the why, like, that's e- because that shit's easy. It's easy right. to be like, I want girls to like me or whatever it is, right? That's that's an easy thing. Or guys, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever you're into. <laughs> we don't discriminate. Exactly. Uh, um, but the the question remains that's that's not a very deep why. Right. Right? Because and it's not going to get you through the No, the, the tough times. Right. Yeah. 100%. So, like, I'm going to dive into this for you in a second, but like a why for me is, and I literally just did an Instagram live on this this morning, is I have my 2018 goals over here. And the number one, so I, those of you listening, I have 2018 goals in a frame and I put it on my nightstand when I, like we were at my old house and it's in my office, in my new house. And so every single day I, I see these goals, right? And so like, literally, what's my first goal? Read every night. And why? what's my why? Educate yourself. You'll be glad you did. Okay. So do you want to think, like, can you take a guess of 365 days how many nights I fucking read in bed at night? You put in the over Like five. <laughs> yeah. Like I swear to you, five. And it meant a lot to me when I wrote it, but like my why was educate yourself. You'll be glad you did. Okay. I educate myself every freaking day when I'm driving in the car. Like I always educate myself. Why should I have done, why did I do that? So my goal in 2019 is the same thing, read every night. But my why is 100% different. Because my why is because I want to be somebody that values my self-development on a deep level in that I am going to be somebody who will put my self-development above anyone else. So that means from 8.30 to 9.30 at night, my self-development comes above my husband who's laying next to me. It becomes above my dog, it becomes above my clients, it becomes above Instagram. My self-development in growth is the most important thing to me between 8.30 and 9.30 at night. Now that's a hell of a lot different than um, educate yourself, you'll be glad you did. Right. You know, like, so my why is so much deeper now because I truly know as a coach, as an entrepreneur, as a friend, as a wife, as whatever it is, I know that reading these books that I have, I've picked them out, I've selected them very carefully, that that's going to help me grow. It's not necessarily, it's going to help me grow on a different level than listening to a podcast in the car. Sure. You know, so like that's my why 
behind that. So if you have this goal, challenge yourself. Why is it? So if it's getting girls, okay, I want to get a girlfriend. Why do you want a girlfriend? Um, I don't know because was, yeah, everybody saying, has I, girlfriends, I really right? Like I'm gonna get, I want to get married one <laughs> yeah. day, right? Why do you want to get married one day? Because that's whatever, that's what you do when you're in your thirties. Right. No, it's not. Why do you want to get married one day? Because you want to live a life of happiness and you want to be in love. Being in love is a really cool thing. Like it's the, one of the love is one of the best emotions that's out there. We all know it, whether you've experienced it or not. Genuine, true, unconditional love is the best thing out there. So why do you want a girl? Why do you want to get girls? Because I want to truly like have love, find love, and create this life with a woman so we can have a family together. Sure. Okay, well that's a lot deeper than well, I want a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and if you have that why, guess what you're gonna attract? You're not gonna attract a shitty girlfriend who doesn't really care about you and is has their own agenda. You're gonna attract someone who's gonna be a true lifelong partner to you. So your why. Shots fired. <laughs> No, I didn't know. You're good. <laughs> nobody. That nobody in general. Nobody. I was just saying, shots fired. Like, why do you want to be in love? But you know, like, so your why, it, it, like, you, to answer your question, it can start off very surface level. But if you do the work in digging deep, you're gonna find that why. Okay. Because if you didn't have an emotional connection to it, it would never be a goal in the first place. And now, <laughs> I will ask my question. <laughs> How? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love this question. Okay, so how is something that can fuck you up forever? And we know this. We had this. Brian and I had this conversation, part of the, part of the two and a half hour long conversation we had. Because we can get so caught up in the how that it, stop, it, it creates us to literally stop taking action. Right? If I have a, a, um, a goal in my business to create a certain amount of money and I'm sitting here like, how am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? I'm never going to actually take relentless action to do it because I'm so caught up in the how. So for how with your goals, you you have to know like exactly, you know, like how 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 do I do this, right? And so this was the post I think that actually like brought this up, you know, like that I was talking about is that so many times we think that the first Monday whatever it is is just going to be our new, we're just going to reach our goals. We're going to start reaching our goals. But the crazy ass thing is that we don't like me, my same person, you, your same person, can you really can you really reach your goal right now? So like pick one of your goals. Can you really reach it right now? No. No. Because you have to do some work to get there. Right. Right? You have to evolve and change to reach it. It's like the, the fear of, uh, I forget who says this. It might be Gary V. It might be Jenna. Um, it could be Jenna. <laughs> you can Jenna just call me, me your Gary V. Jenna told me. Uh, but like we have this fear of, people seeing us where we're starting or yeah. where we are right now and like that's not who we I mean maybe at one point this is who we want to be and we continue to evolve like right like a lot of people hear that and say like well don't hate on other people for setup no, no 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 how you live your life is your choice but when you complain when I hear complaints and you're doing this mm -hmm. there's a disconnect there like you you need to do the work to figure it out. And this is not to say I'm perfect with it. Like I, I definitely complain. I'm, I turn around and go, what, what the fuck am I doing <laughs> to end that complaint and get myself to where I want to be? For sure. Probably nothing. Probably the inverse of what I should be doing. But those are the conversations I start having. Because it's safe. Right. Mm -hmm. We crave comfort. Mm -hmm. The mind craves comfort. Um, but then you, you just look at these things of how much of that external environment. I sit, I'm I sitting there going, I don't want people to see me 
look like this. They okay. don't want them to see me in this stage or mm -hmm. that stage. And like, I think that's probably a hamster wheel of mm -hmm. thought. Like no matter where you're at, it's, it's dangerous. Cause at what point do you go, eh, mm -hmm. I've reached it. Probably never. Yeah. Like how many people, like you can be content and still say, I, I, I want it to look like this a yeah. little bit, or I'm, I found something new that excites me or I'm driven to achieve. Yeah. And I don't think that ever ends. I think by nature, humans are competitive with self, with others, with yeah. environment, whatever it might be. But like, and that's not to say that that's the way you have to live your life. I know plenty of people that don't do it, don't like living the way I live. And they're truly, like they seem, I mean, they claim to be truly happy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's not how I see it done. For, for me, sure. it has nothing to do with Jenna. It has nothing to do with anybody else. Yeah. It's just, I feel like I'm most connected to something else. Yep. And that becomes the, the developing the why a little mm -hmm. bit deeper. Um, and then back to that how, and maybe strategy. Mm -hmm. What is the strategy when you are working with your clients, yep. with me, uh, <laughs> but like in setting up goal goals, mm -hmm. goal setting. Yeah. Um, writing it down people like to do, sure. do the visualization the boards yeah. you know whatever it might be some stuff I've always thought about but I've never really put into practice I think visualization myself like with meditation yeah it's probably something I subscribe to more but like I don't know writing things down like people say it's super powerful yeah I haven't really done a whole lot of that for sure so I think like not I think what I've noticed is like so there is Brendan Burchard, he wrote the book High mm -hmm. Performance Habits, really great book, um, but it's it's truly the habits that high performers have, right? And so one of them is writing goals down. Only 3% of people write their goals down, only 1% of people actually revisit them to go back to them. The thing with writing them down is just, that's just a commitment, right? Like it's not like, if, okay, if I write down <laughs> whatever the hell it is I want to achieve, if I write down, I don't read have a every pack. night, right? <laughs> read every night, clearly that didn't do shit, like right. I didn't actually reach that goal. All that was was a commitment to me. But if I don't ever work on the how, that shit's never gonna. It's never gonna happen. Right. I'm gonna look at it in two thousand one year later and be like, huh, "Oops." I mean, some of them are. You know, I've got some great things on here that I like. Actually, I mean, I buy, bought a house. A home. <laughs> I got a dog. I graduated. I I got rid of practice minimalism, limit spending on yourself, make an impact, practice gratitude. All of those things I achieved. But the number one on the list, I didn't. You know, like, what the hell? The best part is, too, all the other ones are, are very monumental things, I feel like. Or what we've labeled as yes, monumental. And Reed's right? like... Eh. Yeah, exactly, though. I look at that list and Reed's the top one. 100%. But yeah, but, like, everything else seems far stop. more impactful on yourself. Getting a dog is... Which that is should have been my number one. But that's funny to do. Like, in, 100%. again, the, you, the goal was big for you, but the, the why wasn't. But, like, my biggest... My biggest goals on there, what you would look at being like, that's the most monumental goal, like making an impact. That's a huge goal. I reached it. Yeah. Why didn't I reach these small ones that could make my impact better? Yeah. You know, because it just wasn't as important to me. Detail. Yeah. Detail, for sure. But like, hmm. we, so we, we get so caught up in this how. And writing them down is a great idea. It's a great, a great practice. If it doesn't work for you, then don't do it. Yeah. Like same thing with the morning routine. My morning routine is going to be completely different than yours. I'm never going to adopt yours because it works for you. It doesn't work for me. Writing down a goal. It works for me. Guess who it doesn't work for? My freaking husband. That man cannot write anything down. <laughs> like writing down a goal is not going to work for him, right? Like it's just not. I thought everything Pat did was just like perfect anyway, so. <laughs> Shut up. He's going to listen to this. Like, it is, it I is. I thought he was like the 1% where he was just like, hey, you just, you want me to do what? All right, I'll do it. <laughs> Fuck, Pat. Not true. 
that man feels that way if, right because you <laughs> I also don't live with him um, so <laughs> maybe it's different move into the basement yeah um so writing it down is important but even if it's not writing it down commit to it in some way you have to know if I asked you in uh, two months from now what's your goal and you can't tell me that's a problem you have to commit to it either verbally tell your spouse tell your best friend write it down put it on a whiteboard put it in front of your face one thing that I do too in my phone is I will set alarms like read read every night and so it's an alarm it goes off at eight o'clock every single freaking day and I'm like oh there it is right so you have to find a way that's gonna work best for you and with my clients I get to know them well enough that I can do that the other thing is revisit it you can't ever expect that you're gonna reach a goal if you never freaking revisit it right if I obviously I didn't revisit reading every night but I did revisit buying a home I looked at my finances I talked to my husband what where's our finances at am I spending money on dumb shit do I really need to get my nails done you know like I really had to to revisit buying a house. Do you, no go. Do you ever feel like you have all these things you want to do, and you are paralyzed by too much to do, not knowing where to start? But then you're like, "There's not enough time in a day mm -hmm. because I can I can wake up earlier and earlier and earlier, yes. and then I do less and less and less. Yeah. And it yeah, we talked about this in the text the other day about yeah. overwhelm. Yeah. But like that's one of my I, I I am crippled by fear of like what if it doesn't work out? Yeah. What if it's not what I want it to be? All these things that are probably different topics, but feeling like I don't have enough time to do it. Mm -hmm. Like reading. There's times where I wake up at four thirty in the morning, I'm like, read for ten minutes. Doesn't even have to it doesn't have to be four yeah. pages. It, it, just ten minutes of creating habit. Meditate. Do all these things and I'm like, fuck, I gotta I gotta get I gotta teach class, I gotta be here for a client or I'm lazy, I want to just look at Instagram for a while. Okay, because you wake up in the morning, read 10 minutes. Do you really have a why as to why you're reading? Do you, because if your why is, no. is if yeah. your why was deep enough, you would do it. 100%, and that's why I started. I decided I wasn't going to be a, um, let's start on January 1st. Two nights ago, I started reading this book. Because I was like, what the, the book you just made me buy? The book I just made you buy. <laughs> I started reading that two nights ago. And I'm halfway done with it, okay? I'm mm -hmm. making good leeway. But you know what I used to do, Brian? I used to label myself as someone who doesn't like to read. I used to have problems growing up. I swear to you, I used to have problems comprehending books. I used to have problems like getting um, into books or like whatever it was. It could be for fun or, or for class. And I labeled myself as someone who doesn't like to read. Yeah. And there. so that was the story that I was carrying with me. I just don't like to read. I'm like, I'm a very fucking determined person. I learn in other ways. I just wasn't a reader, right? So then I had to tell myself, like, fuck that story that you're carrying around in your back pocket. You can be anything you want to be. And I bought literally the stack of books. I bought all those books. And that's my goal. What you got over there? Meditation. I didn't buy that. It was given to me. <laughs> I'm, I have a couple of those. Um, what's that second one from the bottom over, above high performer? That's a meditation book. Oh, Jack oh yeah. Meditation. John Kabat-Zinn. And then the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yes. Girl, wash your face. And Brene, Brene Brown, Dear Elite. Brene Brown's awesome. Yeah. I've... Yes, oh, there's also a Wayne Dyer. I love Wayne Dyer. Yep, in my, next to my bed, uh, yeah. next to this one. But I had to literally, st like that story I was carrying around of like, you're not a reader, you're not a reader, you're not a reader. You've always been fat, you've always been fat, you've always been fat, you have a hard time with nutrition, whatever that story is you're carrying around, it's just a conditioning in your mind to keep you safe. Fucking stop carrying it around and move the fuck forward. Like, whatever it is, are those thoughts and that conditioning serving you right now? No, they're not. Then you're done with it. 
And then guess what? Uh, guess what a belief in yourself is? You know what I'm gonna say? A belief is a thought that you keep thinking, that you keep, you, there's, there's a flame inside of you and you keep pouring gasoline on that flame. So what's gonna happen? It's gonna take over. But if you stopped feeding that fire and you started lighting the other one that told you that you were a badass, that you read every night, that you continuously valued your self-development and beyond anything else in the world, including your fucking spouse, then what's going to happen? You're going to start fueling that flame and you're going to put out the other one. Now, it's always going to be there, but you're not going to feed it. You're not going to feed that beast. You're going to feed the other one. So I guess that's a why how. Yeah. But I do have a big how, but you're yeah. looking at me like you have something. Or no, I'm to say. I'm deep in thought and I'm trying to keep myself from going down a rabbit hole of thought and being right here. Here's the um. thing. Does the rabbit hole have anything to do with creating goals and changing? Oh, I'm thinking about what I yeah, no, I'm thinking about this whole topic <laughs> and how I'm challenged right now. Um I love doing and I'm trying to both. stay here and listen to you without being in the mindset. It's like when I'm high. I always want people around so I can like tell them my thoughts because I can't like I can't write them down. I used to text my roommate. I'd be like, I would be sitting there thinking about something. I'd be like, Oh yeah, I have totally <laughs> found the way to fix my life, the world, or whatever. Just something silly, whatever it is. And I would text him little things and be like, Hey, don't need a text back. But I'm trying to bullet point my thoughts right now so that tomorrow I can hopefully remember what it is because I just like I have these deep thoughts. It's true. And the problem was I couldn't even bullet point them because my mind was six thousand feet the other way about the net, like everything. There's too much. It was too much. So that's where it I'm is. trying to keep myself from going and being right here listening to you so I can take in when I need to take in. I just realized that this is probably annoying on the microphone, huh? That's okay. People, Sorry, guys. People I have metal straws it. for my own reasons. So the how. Right? The how is like, how the hell do we do this? We just talked about the conditioning that your brain has, the stories that you're carrying around, because we all have stories, right? Start to pay attention and recognize them. Number one, you have to be aware of this shit that is happening. Number two, you have to disassociate yourself. Tell yourself this shit is no longer serving me, and then you have to change, which is the goals, right? So before you even reach the goals, you see how much work you have to do before that. So the goals, this is the thing. We, we think that come January 1st or come whatever day, we're going to magically change into somebody else. Like, we're just going to be able to reach these right. goals. Okay, machine, I can't machine, fucking squat machine, 300 right. pounds right now. Right. There's a lot of work that needs to get done to get there. A lot of it since I've been at the, out of the gym for a while. Um, shameless plug: hire Brian as a as a trainer, and you'll be what? able to <laughs> you'll be able to squat 300 pounds. Um, so the question is: instead of like, how am I going to reach these goals? You have to reframe your thought into who is the person that I need to become in order to reach these goals, and that's the kicker. Because if you really think that the person that you are right now can lose 15 pounds, you would have done it already, time and time again. But if you are thinking that the same old human can just magically change their lives and lose 15 pounds, it's not going to happen. Who is the woman that, or man that you need to become in order to make 100K a year, make 200K a year, lose 20 pounds, start a podcast, start a business? Who's the person you need to become? I can tell you I need to become, I need to value myself above everyone else, right? Like reading every night. I need to put my energy first, which means I have to say no to people. I have to say no to things, right? I have to be relentless as fuck and I have to always keep my goals at the forefront of my mind. And you know what I have to do? I have to stop hitting snooze. My friend Kat, that's her, her New Year's goal too. When my alarm goes off, I can't fucking snooze it five times. That's not serving me. Yeah. The person that I want to become in my business as a coach, as a whatever, they, she doesn't hit snooze. She gets her ass up out of bed when it's time to get up. 
Yeah, see, I don't hit snooze, but I definitely wake up when I'm supposed to wake up, and then I lay there, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, boy, I'm late for this now. <laughs> yeah, for 20 minutes, you did nothing right there. You're sitting there bruising Instagram going, oh, my life sucks. Come on, get the fuck up. So who's or the person that you take need? the 20 minutes and set the alarm for that 20 minutes later and sleep. Right? That's Dumbass. the other thing. I tell, oh, my God, my husband. <laughs> he literally will snooze for like 45 minutes, and I'm like, we could have just gotten 45 more minutes of sleep. It's terrible That's sleep. That's why hygiene. I swear to you, I'm not I'm not conditioned, or I'm conditioned to not wake up to his alarm. His alarm goes off, I don't wake up. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That, eh, whatever that sound is, that's going to be really annoying on the sound. Um, I don't, I my brain does not wake up to it because I know it's not real. It's not going to wake me up, which is really kind of weird. Talk about your subconscious mind. Yeah. But. The morning routine, though. But truly, though, so like. Let's dive into you. I love this. Okay, we'll turn this into a coaching session. <laughs> oh boy. Your morning routine though, when you wake up and you scroll on Instagram, because I used to be like that for yeah. the nighttime routine. You aren't doing, you have a really good morning routine. You have a solid morning routine. That's worked at one point in your life. Why do you have a morning routine? Well, it sets you up for the rest of your day. I mean, it's momentum uh, setter, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a habit builder. It's uh I think mentally your mind sits there and goes, it, it, business, for lack of t- better terms, it's business time. It's about you. It's about in, investing in yourself and growing and yeah. reaching the goals that you're setting, right? I, I don't know if that's answering yeah. the question. Maybe it was a rhetorical question. Were you asking No, no, me? no. I was asking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, I think that really it is, it is a, a mood or trendsetter for the rest of your day. Like, you know, when, when two or three o'clock hits you, and you don't want to do your workout, you know, if that's when I choose to work out usually, why am I tired now? Chances are that morning I didn't set myself for success because I'm sitting there wasting mental energy on, I should have done this, I should have okay. done that. All these things yeah. that take energy away from me. So that's a lot of doing, right? Like, so you can do things later on in the day. Why is it important? Why does it even matter to set yourself up for success? Oh. Why it- do you want to be successful in your day? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight o'clock. Why do you even care to be successful? Uh, yeah, that's wise. This holy hard. jumping! Yeah. I think it's I think it's because I I want to have some kind of influence on the world that's mm-hmm. important to me um, to so, Im- impact the world in the way I see uh, the world needs impact. Mm-hmm. Which is what. I think it means everybody turning in on themselves and, and mm-hmm. functioning from there, which is what I need to do most for myself, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think that the world is a better place when people are processing things internally about themselves mm-hmm. and to, to present to the rest of the world. I don't know. I don't. This is a really weird answer. No, but it's true, though. Because so what's going to get you out of bed? What's going to get you off Instagram and into meditation? Right? I don't meditate in the morning. I do other things. Like We all have different morning routines. But for you personally and for me, what's going to get me off of Instagram and into the gym or off of Instagram and I turn on my motivational YouTube video that I listen to or journaling? You know, What's going to make me get there and what's going to make you get there? It's not because your morning routine sets you up for success. We know that. It's proven time and time again that it is. It's why. Because when you are in your best mental state in the morning you have a bigger impact in the lives of others in this world. 
you have a clearer mission and the vision. It's almost like I have this intuition that knows what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. I don't have to reach my goals, but I don't do them. This is really, oh my God. But it's because your why is not strong enough. You don't have an emo you don't have a strong enough emotional tie to your why that it matters. How many people do I coach that are like, I want to lose 10 pounds? Well, then why the hell did you just have a pitcher of margarita last night and chips and salsa? Have you had a margarita or <laughs> chips and salsa? But you know what I mean? Yes. Because they know that it's going to deteriorate them from the goal. My clients that are most successful are the ones that, that have this strong why of I'm done with being here. I'm done with feeling shitty about myself. I'm done with hating taking my clothes off in front of my husband. I'm done with it. And I'm willing to do anything and everything to get out of that. Because I can tell you, when you wake up in the morning, it's really nice to be cozy in bed and scroll on Instagram. Yeah, it's a it's, nice it's thing. So, it's so funny, too, because when you do it, you're like, this is not at all what you want to be doing. But, but I it's like, like it. a, It's like a bad accident where you're just like drawn to it. You're like, Dude, you're still fucking driving, and you're going to cause another accident so by true. not putting this thing down. Yes. Uh, it, it is, yeah. It, well, it's an addiction. It's, it is an addiction. But like, what's your why as to getting out of it every single morning? Same thing at night. Like, I like scrolling on Instagram at night. I actually, I talk to a lot of people on my Instagram. I have a lot of people who reach out to me, which I'm very grateful for. It's when I message them back. It's when I message new people that, that seem like they need some support. It's when I check in with my clients on Instagram. It's when I take a look. You know, it's like, that. I like doing that at night. But I have to value my self-development and my growth over the temporary fun of scrolling on Instagram. Sure. You know, like, so same thing with the morning. You know your morning routine is important. You know you have great days. But the why isn't, you haven't uncovered. The right, why yeah, is yeah. strong. You just haven't uncovered that. Well, and, there's the secret sauce, right? Mm -hmm. Being clear on the why. Exactly. Yes. And having an emotional tie to it that has to do with yourself. Because again, the why is not so your husband likes the way you look. The why is so you feel confident when you take your clothes off in front of him. That's the why. The why nice. isn't, right? I hope my husband likes the way I look. <laughs> wife, your future wife. Yeah. This girl that you're going to manifest. <laughs> so the how really is... <laughs> <laughs> the word manifest in that sentence makes it sound so fictional. I love it. Yeah, it's she's a pretend. A, she's, she's, gonna, she's, she's a blow up. Um, <laughs> she's going to drop down from like there's, a there's my, there's my next business venture. Create your own blow-up now. Manifest the woman you want. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> Trademarked. Uh, this is part of Life Old Don's, Don's new store. <laughs> um, I'll sue your ass. I would be very <laughs> surprised if it wasn't already out there, though. Crushing my <laughs> dreams already. Incredible. We'll Google it when we go. Yeah. New goal. Um, take that company <laughs> down. <laughs> so that's really the how, right? It's who is the person that you need to become in order to really reach these goals. I love that. I wrote it down. I saw you right. I literally wrote that down. That's great. Yeah. I think we kind of talked about it, but the process of that, I know. Yeah, like the strategies. Right. So this is this is where my mind went when you made it, uh, other than, of course, wanting to make a joke of everything. Um, <laughs> when you brought up margaritas and chips and salsa, which for the record, if anybody <laughs> would like to get some with me, I love both. Um, the gym definitely found that out a couple weeks yes, ago. Yes, uh, so when you have this experience of you slip up 
Okay. My why is super strong. Yeah. I've got this goal in mind. I'm motoring along for three days. Um, and and true, Jen and Pat asked me to come over and like, we got a pitcher of margaritas and some chips and salsa. And I'm like, well, I don't even like you guys, but I'm going to come hang out for that. <laughs> you love us. What is the quote unquote limiting the damage or yeah. managing that experience? And how do you, what's the mindset behind going, okay, this is okay mm-hmm. in this um quantity or you know whatever it is how do you move through it yeah well so that's that's a really good question because as humans we have this all or nothing mentality so like read every night well what happens in two months from now when i don't and i just scroll on instagram on vacation whatever the hell it is right right? does that mean i just give up and throw in the towel you know it's we have this this conditioning truly it's a conditioning in all of us it's all or nothing either i'm gonna hit my macros or i'm gonna fly off either i'm gonna give up this or I'm going to binge on Right. And Perfectionist. Just, yes, yeah. 100%. It's this all or nothing mentality, which in no matter what aspect of your life is the most damaging thing that you can do because there's not one person on this planet that's on 24-7. That's not. Yeah. And the people that are closest to that are, are, I mean, there's very few of those people. Yeah. Yes. Without God, them. I want to be one of those people though. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it's, you know, it takes a while to get there, but you have to have realistic expectations for yourself and you have to have guidelines like that's the one thing i tell my clients all the time is like what is your non-negotiable what is something that like is something that you are not willing to let go truly if it's chips and salt if it's a lot for my clients it's like what's a non-negotiable it's going out with my husband once a week yeah. right when pat and i go out we only go out once a month we get like date night with each other we go out with friends and stuff but like formally we go out once a month and you better believe on that night, like, I'm not going to track my food. I'm going to drink what I want to drink. I'm going to just enjoy the night. Right. Like, that's a non-negotiable for me. Me, three years ago, I would have had a night like that and been like, oh, my God, thrown right. in the towel, fallen off the wagon for God knows how long until I was like, oh, oh, remember that why? So you have to have a non-negotiable of, and you have to be realistic with it. Right. And if you go off, air quotes, then who cares? Get over it. It's interesting. You know, a lot of people, I mean, if you've listened to this, you know that like I've gone, I I tempted and and was successful for however you want to develop or define that with carnivore. Yeah. And people are like, well, are you only eating meat right now? Like, no. no. And my purpose of going on fully carnivore was not, oh, this is the right diet Mm -hmm. or nutritional protocol would probably be the more accurate way of saying it. It was because I saw thought, saw something there mm-hmm. that allowed me that I believe that okay I can buy into this. It makes enough sense to me, mm-hmm. and it seems easy enough for me to execute. That will help me understand my relationship with food, my eating habits, and start to be more aware of why do I feel like shit when, or why do I feel guilt, or why do I feel some kind of shame when I'm like, yeah, I am gonna go out and have. A bowl of ice cream. Granted, I never have a bowl of ice cream. I eat in an enormous amount of ice cream at a time, um, which I've always thought I should just be a competitive food eater. Um, but it's one of those things of I want. I did it more for the idea that I want to practice the habit side of things. I want to understand what makes me struggle with food. And the byproduct was I did find out that I felt really, that's probably the best I ever felt with food, with the way I was looking, my my actual training sessions. It wasn't perfect, but for about 28 days, I was pretty dialed into it. And it became, oh, you're craving this. Find a little way to deviate Mm -hmm. and come back to it. 
And so now people are like, are you only eating meat now? No, but I also know that that's in my back pocket. When things kind of get a, a, go crazy for me, come back to home. Yep. And that's my home. Yep. And I'm not going to sit there and say, the only answer for you is to eat all meat. No. Yep. I did it for personal reasons. Do I think it's fine? It seems like things are coming out pretty, very positive for most people. Yeah. But if someone goes to me, yeah, I can't eat that much meat. Okay, how do we get enough protein in your, your life and stuff like that to set you up for success? For sure. And so now for me, I'm like, I base most of my meals, except for right now, <laughs> holidays, excuses. <laughs> um, but generally, I look at... Um, what I'm eating and I go, I'm dre I make my, my source is the meat yeah. and then I dress it up from there. Yep. Just like my training. That's the same philosophy. Things are in my life are starting to come in like glue yeah. and are molding and, and it's like training. Here are the pillars I hit in training yeah. and then I dress it up from there. Absolutely. Big movements, protein, whatever, yeah. however you want to define it. That's how I started to look at my situation yeah. and go, this is the quote unquote non-negotiable. Yeah. And then I dress it up from there to figure out what makes me feel the best. Mm -hmm. I don't know. This one thing makes me feel like shit. Okay, don't maybe do less of that. Do yeah. more of it, whatever it might be. And so to me, it, it's, I've started, that's why I went that. I don't even remember why I got on that tangent there. But um, that was why I went there. For sure. To understand more about myself and, yeah. and to try and develop that. So that process, oh, it's the damaging of that. So I understood that when I cheated, I actually had a better relationship for about two or three months with food. It was like, yeah, I'm gonna go out and have a bowl of spaghetti or you know whatever it might yeah. be. And I'd come home the next day and be like, this is very easy for me to get back on. For sure. And now in the situation I'm in, I'm, I'm not there. Um, I've, I've let the reins out maybe a little bit too much mm -hmm. or I didn't stick with something for long enough to break the habit entirely. But I also know that I was capable of it yeah. and I'm capable of it again. And it's still a practice. Everything yeah. in life is practice. Um, practice. Um, but for me, that was my reason for going for it. Mm -hmm. And that's now I'm having this epiphany of like, maybe that's why it was so easy for me. The why was super strong. You're trying to understand self yeah. and these habits that have been driving you nuts. The days of waking up, going 12 hours to work, training, mm -hmm. and then not eating a single thing all day and going, yeah, I mean, you just need calories. So you could go to Taco Bell. You could for get sure. a full pizza. You could have ice cream. And you're still within the macro allotment, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, but then you look and you go, dude, that's not fuel. Yeah. Here and there, like, okay, sure, have some fun. But like, that was the, you just, I think you wrote sustainable. Yeah. That was like how I was sustaining myself. Yes. That's not health, man. No. There's a reason you wake up in the morning and you don't feel well. It's because you put shit in your body. And so it was reversing the thing going, do this, X, better. And when Y, the Taco Bells, the ice creams, whatever mm -hmm. come up, enjoy them move on yeah don't celebrate them don't make it catastrophic yeah just accept the experience move on yeah and that's that to me was that whole thing of like how do you manage this experience mm -hmm. and and for me the food thing is always huge for me for most people i think so oh, yeah well, because like you said we started this podcast off nutrition is mindset it's so much it's nutrition is everything it's conditioning it's your emotions like Nutrition truly there. That's why I always say like so much so little of what I do is actually nutrition right. because I think I have one client that I literally just say like here's the macros that you're gonna hit and, and He does it easily with no emotions attached everyone else. There's there's so many emotions attached yeah. to it and Lifestyle and just I mean, so many things and that's the big whether it's nutrition whether it's your morning routine whether it's reading every whatever it is 
it has to be sustainable. If it's something that is so far out of sustainability for you, it's never going to work. And that's why, like, you know, working with coaches or friends or therapists or whatever it is, working with people, if you truly have this goal, you will find a way to make it sustainable. Right. You will. If it's a higher, high enough priority, you'll make a way to find it, make it, find a way to make it sustainable. But if, like, for me, I did keto for three months. One, because I was like, keto's all the craze. And if my clients ask me about keto, I want to damn well be able to right. be like, here's my experiences with it. Here's right. what I learned. I think it works for some people. For me personally, it was not sustainable. Right. And I know that about myself. So if I knew, like, if I was reading a magazine article or an Instagram post and it was like, keto's the way to lose 10 pounds. Okay, well, it might be able to do that. But if it's right. not sustainable. It can be a way. It can be. Right. But do you know what else is a way, too? Is like. Figuring out a way to, right. to improve your relationship with food, to right. figure out a way to make this stuff, make your non-negotiables a part of your life, like making well, sure it's sustainable. Specifically, the, like, the industry or the world we're living in right now with fitness nutrition, it's like it, everything is spoken in like, oh, so you think carnivore is the only way? To, no. It's absolutely. Never said that. Yeah. I said that it's an option to challenge your beliefs, and if you think it works for you, Try it for 30 days. Mm -hmm. If you die in those 30 days because you have a misunderstanding of cholesterol and how the body works a little bit, mm -hmm. then you are probably going to die already. Yeah. Um, but having said that, the guy that fucking ate McDonald's for three meals a day for 30 days, although he came pretty close <laughs> to dying, he didn't. He did not die. He didn't. And I can't think of more. I mean, out of the fast food argument, McDonald's is probably the worst. Yeah. So like, what? Yeah. Oh, my health went my health went through the roof. I yeah. felt like and the biggest thing for me is how do you feel? We don't ask that wow. question of, oh, did you you know like even the macro like did you hit your macros? Well, how did you feel? Well, were yeah. you under, were you over? Did you feel better than when you hit this number? Yeah. We have to take that into account like, oh, I'm sleeping better. Oh, I wake up, I sleep less and I wake up with more energy. Well, uh, these way. are important Absolutely. things. These are the questionnaires that we never get real answers from except for when I sit down and go, Jenna. How are you feeling? Oh, yeah. I'm going to ask the tough, what's your shit like? Yeah. Right? Like How these things actually matter. Mm -hmm. Instead of like, oh, well, my blood blood panel. Yeah, you mean the snapshot in time of something that pumps 100%. so much blood through your body every day and also changes when you're fasted versus eating? Yeah. Oh, that thing, can it tell us stuff? Uh, duh. Mm -hmm. Is it the only story? No. Nope. And so stuff like everything's is taken in absolutes. And like, that's not what I said at all. No. I said this was working for me, and I was experimenting. Oh yeah. People would go, well, you have white rice in your in your uh, bowl of meat right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like white rice. Yeah. And it makes me feel good. Well, it goes so back I'm to trying the absolutes, things. the all or nothing, right? Right. Like, and, and that's the thing is, you have to not you. I mean, all of us in general, no matter what it is that your goals are, if you have a goal to lose weight, to be a carnivore, you know, whatever the right. hell your goals are. You have to be 100% unapologetic about it. Yeah. And that, like, that's something that I truly like. It's in the intro of my podcast. It's something that I preach all the time. Unapologetic about you, your life, your goals. Right. I'm not going to apologize to anyone, my husband included, if I'm reading every single night. If a client texts me and I don't respond, the next day I'm going to say, good morning, was reading last night. What's up? Right. How can I help you now? Right. I'm, not, I'm, I'm unapologetic about it because my why and my drive for it is so deep. Same thing with the carnivore, right? You don't have to answer to anybody right. why the hell you're eating white rice. Right. Nobody. Well, the best part about it, like, ha well, part of the reason I went carnivore is because I'm not informing. Uh, I, I'm the same with, like, religion where pe people say that. stuff, and I'm like, yeah, but. <laughs> like, I just believe that if you're so strong in one belief, then I should be able to say anything to you about anything. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and you go yeah that's great but it doesn't work like yeah it's unapologetic right you have no one to answer to and part of me is just a little bit of an asshole because i think the world is like like what are we doing this is like why are like you hate this, but you're going to continue to follow it. Yeah. Why? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm kind of that asshole that just likes to be well, like. Well, you're not an asshole. You're, well, eh, yeah. I'm just mm. I think I can be an asshole too, but you're challenging. You know, and that that's, I think that's good because your drive in life, your why in life is to always help people learn and grow and develop, no matter what that looks like. I feel like you just gave me an answer to all my questions here. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to drop the mic. It's yeah. expensive. But truly... So why do you question me? If I came to you and I was like, I'm a vegetarian and vegetarian's the only way. I'm not. I'm not. I'm kidding. I <laughs> was for five years, but I'm not. Yeah, I can't but, rant about that right but now. You, we're not going to go down but you would challenge me. Right. But why? It's not because you're arrogant and you think that you know more than me. Right. It's because you want to continuously challenge me and help me learn and grow. That's why. Yes. And that's your why every single day. Right. I feel like I need to write this down somewhere. (laughs) Fair enough. So really with as far as like New Year's goals or resolutions or whatever your your lifestyle, your training program, your your nutrition, it has to be sustainable. It has to be something that you truly want to accomplish. Right. And if it's not, you're setting yourself up for failure. And then you're your own worst critic. Which we all are. Sure. Well, yeah. 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 We we are guilty of that. Well, we are at just over an hour already. <laughs> I know it's the crazy thing about this. Um, before wild. we before we wrap up, we got we got some stuff to talk about still. I I was gonna say before we want wrap to talk up. about actual goals, like the material side of this stuff. I I'm think. like hand me the mic. Um, I'm interviewing you now. Yeah. Uh, what are your goals? I want to talk about my goals and a few of yours at least. Yes. Let's um, do that it. way, when I see you, I can be like, ah. Oh, How's is that, that serving you? <laughs> um, and then I'll be annoying about everything. You will because and you come from a place of love, so you will. Well, depends on who you ask. Um, some of my goals, and these are actually repeat goals from last year uh, because I feel like I came up short, and I won't make excuses, but a lot has happened in the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good stuff, although it feels shitty at times. Um, consistency and balance. I actually just made a post about it because I was needing – needing to train on Friday night and I realized I didn't eat all day. I'd worked about 14 hours straight mm-hmm. and uh, I decided to go out for Marg's in a, in a, in a brisket burrito, which was delicious. Was and uh, it was a real challenge for me. I felt guilty about it. Yeah. And that's when I, the whole balance thing came up of why are, why are you struggling to find your friends to take risks of what you think are risks and which is we've talked about revolve around more money mm-hmm. um, and just do things that my sister called me out for this the other day she's like be around more people then mm-hmm. and I find myself wanting to be more alone yeah. uh, for whatever reason so consistency balance um, whether that's in reading me- meditating it's food it's learning it's podcasting it's all those things yeah. it's balance and consistency in the things that make me light up um, mm-hmm. And being able to acknowledge that and say, I'm not doing this anymore because I want to go hang out with Pat and Jenna. Mm-hmm. And saying, that's great. There's a different experience in there. What am I getting out of that experience versus that? Are you really going to fall flat on your face because you didn't train today? Yeah. No, you might fall flat on your face because you did train today. Yeah. Um, so really to me, it's it's building that balance, maybe in relationship with self about yeah. what it is I'm doing and trying to accomplish. Um, with the podcast, with YouTube... 
I want to in the next year have 100 subscribers on each, mm-hmm. um, and that probably feels it feels low, which probably means it is low, but. To me, it's a manageable thing. I want to get some kind of footing underneath me. And what that means to me is the next goal, tutorial videos for movement. Mm-hmm. I want to put into the world of strength conditioning what I believe is the right way of doing things. Not the only way, the right way yep. of how do I achieve X, Y, and Z? Well, I think it's done this way. And you've heard me coach. I am not, I'm the flexible guy. Okay, you want that? Sweet, meet me in the middle. Yeah. This is why I teach this. This is one uh, philosophy of this way of thinking. Mm -hmm. So that's it. So I want to start building tutorial videos of just giving people, again, challenging people's beliefs on this is the only way. No, to me, this is the healthy way. This is the anatomical, successful way. And then from there, we kind of navigate those waters. I never believe in one straight path, even in the gym. Right. You know, like, how do I teach in the gym? We have percentages on the board. Not every day you're going to be able to lift 85%. You might, it might feel like 150% today or 50%. Why are we doing certain things? These are intensity templates mm-hmm. versus meet this number. Yeah. And so I try to create that even in movement. Mm-hmm. Yes, I realize that not everybody can squat this particular way. So meet me here and let's maneuver from that. For sure. um, I want to get a couple of certs. Uh, I am testing in January That's for Power cool. Athlete, which has been a, I don't want to say dream, dream sounds lofty, but ever since 2010 when I found them, they have been a real big developer in my my strength conditioning education, my philosophy on how life should be lived, um, a whole bunch of stuff, and I, I I respect them more than most things in my life. You turned patent and then you left. Yes, and I, I went down this symposium, and I thought it was a strength conditioning symposium, and it turned into a self-help challenge. It was one of the best weekends of my life. Yep. And I ended up leaving there feeling the worst I felt in a long time, which was probably great. So becoming a part of their system and their community is, I'm already a part of it, but becoming one of the coaches with knowledge of it is really important to me. Um, I do think I want to get my CSCS, mm-hmm. probably some weird reasons for that. And then USAW, I, I like to, I want to learn more about those movements yep. and practice that more. So uh, those are kind of not non-negotiables, but those are the things I'm thinking about. Uh, the smaller things of it, these are not small at all. Uh, believe in self is the the foundation. Yeah. Uh, I would like to public speak. Mm-hmm. I think there's a reason there's a few things in my life. This podcast is one of them because I've always had this stance of I want to be in front of people, yeah. helping them discover more about themselves, evolve their life, and f- help be a source of how do we find your best self mm-hmm. and your best life that you view? Um, so public speaking, and <laughs> I, well, let me go over this one. I wanna be a guest on podcasts, and it's not as an expert thing, it's a source of inspiration, it's a source of challenge, the non-conforming way of just connection and, and learning, and, and connection is probably the answer. I just wanna connect with people and, and put my beliefs out into the world as I think everybody should have that right to do. And, and have the ability to do. Um, if anybody wants to come on this thing, do it. I, I love talking and learning and, and doing those things. So, and that's really the reason. Yeah. I like to network. I want to travel the world via people. Yeah. Give me your experiences. Let yep. me learn from you. That's wisdom to me. Um, and the last one, uh, it's something I thought about for a long time, and I've had a couple people actually tell me I should do it, and I don't really know why. Um, write a book. I've had the idea that I want to write a book about mental health and my experience with it for a bit of time now. And funny enough, in meditation this morning, 
I've had a working title in my head, and today that word, that title became a lot more clear to me. Um, I'm not going to share it. I was going to say don't share it. But, uh, yeah, I definitely think that specifically men do not share their experiences of internal battle enough. And um, at one point I did think that me sharing some of the stuff on the podcast was a way of pussifying men. Mm -hmm. And I realized that's the ignorant way to live. Mm -hmm. And the people that are living like that are still, they are... um, they are archaic Mm -hmm. and that everybody is going through the same shit it just Mm -hmm. looks a little bit different and it's important to share your story to allow people to know you're never fighting alone um and not that's not to say it's only men women too uh i'm i i'm very my sister my mom my aunt every the women in my life are very important to me they're powerful i think that women should be and are entitled to like they everybody should have power in the way they want um but i do think that men live we live in a culture that still you can't be that man, mm-hmm. um, and to me the man is vulnerable. Yeah, uh, yeah, real. And that to me is how I build connection with people. I'm a pretty vulnerable person to an extent. There's places in my life that I struggle with, mm-hmm. but yes, I want to write a book, or at least begin it. The thing with books that makes me laugh so hard because I want to write a book too. I, this isn't. I don't really care to this year. I think like my thoughts will evolve. It's like my my end of you know whatever goal. Um, but like we have such this like crazy stigma around writing a book. Like we're like, oh my god, I'm gonna write a book, and it's like, what the hell is the difference between writing a book and doing a podcast? Right. Your fucking story is either written or it's spoken. Yeah. Like it doesn't really matter, you know. Like so, like we have this crazy stigma around like, oh my god, I want to write a book, but I actually can like, I just started a podcast, and I for six months debated starting a podcast. Like what the hell was I doing? This shit's not even, you know, like yeah, what's hey, it's the pretty deal? simple in terms of exactly. just sit down and do it. Same thing with writing a book. So the first thing I think I love your goals and I will 100% keep you accountable as much as I can to that. But my question for you is very simple and it's a yes or a no question and it's do you truly believe that you can accomplish these things? Yes. That was a quick answer and your eyebrows went out so I know it was legit. So well, usually in therapy when I respond that quickly my therapist will go let me ask again I want you to think about like be with that question. Well, uh, and, then I, and then I sit there and I go but usually my answer is no. I don't believe it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you do, right? So the number one is is that you do believe in it. And I think your why is very different for each one. Public speaking, write a book, believe in yourself. Um, tutorials for your videos, being more consistent. The why is the same for all of them. The why is that you want to, what we said earlier, you want to help people evolve into the best versions of themselves and show them that their past or their mental state or their mental illness or whatever struggles that they're going through do not define who they are and that there is a light on the other side and that light doesn't necessarily mean that you never struggle again. It just means that you're not alone. Fuck the stigma of not talking about our issues. That's, I mean, men and women, right? Like when you talk about your issues, you're weak. And I'll never forget when I met my husband, we were dating a few months, we got into our first huge blowout fight and he was like, Jen, strength is not doing it all by yourself. It's opening up and letting me in. And I remember looking at him and being literally in my mind was like, okay, well, I could just break up with him now. Like, I mean, I love the guy, but like if I just broke up with him, life would be so much easier. But I didn't because I didn't. And here we are. But like, I remember that thought was something completely different. But so many people... Strength isn't that. Strength is doing it by themselves and doing it with a smile on their face and faking it until they make it. Yeah. 
And we, both of us, you and I have, have, we're both guilty of that. We have been guilty of that and we're evolving and we're changing, but that's the person that you want to be. So no matter what your goal is, your why is truly helping people transform their life and moving and mental aspect, whatever it is. That's your why, right? Thank you for getting me clear. (laughs) (laughs) So the question is, how? video too that was all on video fuck um, so the how so one thing that i um i actually just did this my my friend cat turned me on to it but there's like a 2019 blueprint that i have and it's like the how because if you just sit here and you're like i'm gonna write a book i'm gonna write a book i'm gonna write a book Jan- literally december 28th you're gonna be like maybe i should start that book i'm a pressure cooker guy oh me too so yeah maybe oh, it'll yeah. work <laughs> but setting up like start like do like a six month plan. So get a planner and lay out like in six months. In six months, I want to have 20 subscribers. In six, you know, whatever it is. I want to have at least the guidelines of the chapter. I want to have, you know, whatever it is in six months. Like what's a realistic thing that you can do in six months from now? And then from then, like map it out. Like literally by Jan, like put the pressure on yourself by January 31st. And then show the fuck up for yourself. Yeah. Showing yeah. up for yourself isn't December. It's January 1st. That's right. when you show up for yourself. And then your why, like you write your why down and tell yourself your why every single day. I can tell you my why. I have like, I have my why, my affirmation every single day. Well, before I ask the last two questions, I want the 30 second version of a couple of your goals. Yeah. And then your why. Okay. You don't seem to be 30 seconds. Yeah, like, I just know you're on a time frame, so. You're good. Um, a couple of your goals and your why that make you move every morning. Yep. And then I've got my two last questions for, and we'll okay. wrap it up. I only have two goals right now because I have more, but I'm not, I don't have a huge emotional tie to them, so I'm not committing to them until I feel truly, in this, I don't care if that tie comes in February, right? Like, so my goal really is to read every single night, and you know my why, I've already talked about it. And then to prioritize, like put my health and my wellness number one. So like that means working out every day. That means getting on point with my food. That means tracking my macros. That means taking my supplements. That means, you know, like that means all of those different things and working out in the mornings because my why to that is because I give a lot to other people. I'm, I'm a coach, right? Like my everything mm-hmm. goes into other people. I put a, I give a lot to my husband. I give a lot to my friends. And if I don't ever give myself 110%, I can't ever really truly give other people the maximum amount that I can give them. The fountain runs out at some point. Oh, good God, it does. Yeah, you can't pour from an empty cup. Right. So, and there were many points throughout this this year that I found myself like an emotional wreck, like laying in bed being like, I can't fucking do anything right now because yeah. I was exhausted. Feels like the last month and a half for me. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Crazy. So... I need to fully show up for myself every single day in the ways that I have determined that is sustainable and that I'm in control of. Um, so my energy can be high as fuck every single day. I love it. So that's my, that's my, those are my two. I because I have serious emotional ties to them. Um, so now when I see you in the gym in the morning, I'm like, filling the cup up. <laughs> you know when you see me, I'm a fucking rain of sunshine. I only and, show up when And I then I'll home. probably make some kind of sexual innuendo on an accident while I'm teaching and the whole class will lose it and then I'll get pissed because the class is derailed. And then that definitely didn't happen you this weekend. You know what? Weekend. You make it fun. Yeah, something so like that. my affirmation every single day that I tell myself is that I am a strong, confident, badass woman who takes relentless action to change the lives 
of others so I can live a life of freedom and abundance. Exactly. All right. I literally tell myself every single day because like my why is to create impact, right? But who do I need to become? A strong, confident, badass woman. And that's actually what I truly instill in my clients. And my why is that I want to live a life of freedom and abundance in every sense of the word. So that's how I came up with that affirmation. And I, I literally, I could say it 800 more times because it's, it's true to my core and it's what I tell myself when my alarm goes off every single day. Amazing. Yeah. That may actually answer the last question I have, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask it regardless. <laughs> but before we do that, where can everybody find you? I know a oh. lot of people that are, probably know you and I that are in order to find you, but for the off chance that there's people around the world you listening. You can find me at High Caliber Trends and Performance That's every right. morning at 5 a.m. No, you can't actually, I sleep in. Um, <laughs> no, so you can find me on Instagram, Jen Kennedy Nutrition, Jen with two N's. Come on, let's be honest. J-E-N-N Kennedy Nutrition. My Facebook's Jen Kennedy Nutrition. I've got a Facebook tribe that's Team Jen Kennedy. I have a website, Jen Kennedy Nutrition. But I'm like you, just just type in Jen Kennedy right. Nutrition. And then my podcast that I that I just started is the Jen Kennedy Show. I'm super excited to tune into that. I'm super um, pumped for you to tune into it. Yes. Um, so that's where you can find me. Yes, and if you for whatever reason. Don't remember that. Don't have a pencil around you. <laughs> I will have this all linked to the pictures, the website. Everything will be up there. So uh, do not fret. We will make it happen. <laughs> Got you covered. Um, and cool. So we've definitely run over on the time that we expected. But oh, Patrick's okay. home. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the mic picked up. Hello. <laughs> um, the last question. I wish I would have uh, prompted you on this to give us some thought. But yeah, spur of the moment. Helpful. What does it mean for you and for others to live a life well done? Mm, I should have known that. So what does it mean to me and to others to live a life well done? Um, <laughs> do you, <laughs> it's funny, Jay's here too. Oh my gosh. So a life well done to me is, is truly like that you have genuine happiness, strength, and confidence in every single thing that you do that you feel like a badass that you can take on the world, that's the confidence. Um, and that you are, you're constantly elevating yourself, you're constantly wanting to learn and grow. And just, I think it's that genuine happiness. Yeah. And it comes really for me, like my two words are freedom and abundance. Love it. Like you have the freedom to live life that you want, that you're, you live a life that you are truly actually obsessed with, that you really love, that like you are excited to just live life. And that you just have abundant energy and light really that's, i love it that's it that's great what, that's a great what i want to instill into every single one of my humans my clients and people who you know tune into me like that's what i really wish for everyone i think you're doing a great job of it and i'm thank excited you. to see your process and your path and thank you um it's been fun to watch you grow and mm. i'm very grateful for our friendship uh and I'm excited to see where we both end up with this. But I'm not excited to see. I know where it's going to be. I'm manifesting it. Well, thank you so much for taking so much Thanks, time Brad. today. Uh, you are great. And hopefully uh, the people will get something out of this. And oh, they will. if not, it's your fault. Um, yeah. Not your fault. The people at home's no, I know. fault. You got to show um, up for yourself. But let us know uh, what your goals are, guys at home listening. It uh, doesn't matter what time of the year. We're both here to help you. And if we can't help you, somebody else can that we know, I'm sure. But again, thank you, Jenna. Thank and, you. Uh, Wait, I'm saying one thing before we sign uh, off. Oh. You ready for this? Call to action. If you are actually listening to this, I don't know shit about the podcast world, but I know five-star ratings and reviews are important. That's because true. Because that helps 
Brian and whoever else comes on this podcast that helps them impact the people in this world way more than our direct sphere of influence. So if you have listened to this podcast or you listen to this one, go get off your lazy ass, go on iTunes, <laughs> leave a rating and a review. Because I will tell you, when you are a person of service like Brian and I and you are trying to change people's lives, when we hear like, oh my God, that just truly shifted my thinking or oh my gosh, this truly changed my life, there is no better fuel for us than hearing that what we're doing is actually helping you. So please don't be lazy. Go make an impact in our lives like we are doing in yours and go leave a damn review. Wow. Goodbye. <laughs> well, then that, we're going to sign off. I love you guys. <laughs>